0: hola hola you're listening to first gen healing a podcast on latinx healing and awakening journeys my name is priscilla luna i am your host and first and foremost i just want to say feliz año nuevo happy new year I hope you guys had a good one and i hope that you're excited for 2023 i know i am i'm excited for what it's going to bring me personally but of course also first gen healing 2022 if you don't know is where it all started at the beginning of the year i took the leap to start posting online content geared toward the first gen community and then as the months went by i was really searching for a name that I felt was a good umbrella to the vision that I had for First Gen Healing. Um, It wasn't that, you know, in the beginning I didn't have the name for that, but right around the time when I took the leap to leave my corporate job is when I got the idea for the name First Gen Healing and I looked it up, the hashtag didn't exist, the, the, you know, the accounts were all available and I was like, yes. This is exactly, I think, what will, this is, this is a great name, you know, to represent what it is that I want to create. So it's been six months and every single month, the idea of what this can be and what it is has evolved constantly. And I can't wait to see what 2023 has for us as a community and, uh, you know, for the platforms and also like the offerings and the things that I can create for all of us now i personally don't set new year's resolutions i don't know about you guys but a me me da hueva. <laughs> it just i just don't want to create a to-do list at the beginning of the year you know so one thing that i do do though is i try to look back on the year and think of what was the theme like what was it that I was focused on and what do I crave and want for this next year, you know? So for me, 2022 was authenticity. And authenticity is so special to me because over the last few years, I've been on this self-discovery journey, you know? I came up on a time of my life where I realized the direction I was headed on wasn't necessarily one that I had chosen, wasn't necessarily bringing me happiness. And I really decided to go deep and go inwards and discover what was going on, like what needed to change. I felt like things needed to change, but I also felt like I didn't know myself enough to know what needed to change. You know, this idea of knowing myself was a new concept to me. And I decided to go all in and Part of this episode is going to be about that journey um, but before i could step into who i truly was i had to figure out who i was right so over the last few years i've been on that journey and 2022 was the year of stepping into my authentic self i craved very deeply to show up as my authentic self in all of the spaces that i occupied and so 2022 was the year where I made the changes that allowed for me to do that. There was different ways of doing that. And I'm going to share a couple because I think it might be helpful for some of you guys that are ready to be in that phase of your journey. Uh, It required setting boundaries with certain people so that I could focus on myself and also so that I could know that i was allowed to make the changes that i needed you know so whether it was like a boundary on hey i i don't necessarily need your feedback on the direction of my life or i appreciate your comments but i don't need them right now or can you hold off on them uh, until i ask for them which i laugh a little bit because i think you know it made me really nervous to set boundaries like that but i truly needed them i needed to know that in this year, I was going to be my own voice of authority and that I didn't need to hear others' voices of authority, you know, or others' opinions on my own life. I had gotten a very clear channel or had made a lot of room for my intuition to come through and for me to like build a good relationship with it. And so I wanted to be able to just listen to my intuition and act on it. And so there were changes also big ones, right? Like leaving the corporate world. I think my intuition and and my path had been leaning, leading me towards leaving my corporate career, but I didn't know where I was going to jump to, what was next for me. And so that was part of my journey last year was discovering, you know, this part, this journey or this chapter, which is first gen healing. And, And really, literally when I, was kind of like pointed in this direction, my whole body said, yes, this is where you're supposed to be or where you're supposed to go. And so what was next for me was making the changes needed to head in that direction. And that's what I did, you know, I stepped into that part as well. Um, So if you're in this part of your journey, I hope that you make space and room for what I call your inner poder because it can, really hold you down in moments of change and if you don't know i actually just shared a workbook that i created for you guys called seven steps to connect with your inner poder so you can find that in um, the notes of the episode or you can go to my socials and visit my profile and you'll find a link there um it's a free workbook that i'm sharing with the community because i think that connecting with your inner poder is such an important thing to do at any point of your journey and i think is like the foundation that a lot of us didn't have for ourselves in our upbringings you know there were very few and still are very little places that lead us back to ourselves and our inner knowing and not many places will tell us hey you have your own internal knowledge that you can rely on and also it's important to build a relationship with yourself and and treat yourself the way that you want others to treat you because if you do that, then when you make the changes that feel like they're keep taking you out of your comfort zone, your inner poder and yourself can create this, you know, relationship in which you are held, you feel safe, you feel like okay it's fine i know things are maybe like being uprooted around me or i'm the one uprooting them but i also know that i've got myself and i know that i can trust myself and that i feel safe with myself right and i truly think that creating a relationship with your inner bloodhead can bring all of those things for you so if you haven't downloaded that then i recommend that you do and secondly i did want to mention you know this this journey that i'm talking about is one that now i help fellow first gens through so if you're already in it and you know you want some support around it that is what i do i have an eight week coaching program and basically every single week we meet together and we set aside expectations responsibilities all of the things that first gens hold really tightly to and we make room and space for your inner poder your inner voice to emerge, to tell us, you know, what direction you should be headed in next, what would bring you fulfillment. And I like to have fun with it. I, in in the conversation, you know, there is a lot of vulnerable moments. It does take looking inward and being open to being, uh, to going deep. But I also like to like challenge you to look at things through different perspectives. And so I have like complimentary homework and worksheets and activities that I assign to you and also that we do together to get you to start feeling less stuck and start seeing more of the possibilities that are meant for you. So if this is something that interests you, I am doing introduction calls in January. So this month for coaching to start in February and March. So I would recommend that you get in touch with me. I have a link in my profile and also in the description of the episode to schedule a call and we can talk about where you're at in your journey, what you're needing support around, and then um, I'll answer any questions you have about the coaching. I will say that if you want to work with me, there are a couple of things that I expect out of you. And um, that's just because in order to get results or in order to get unstuck, there are a couple of things that I, I need from you. One is that you're ready to take action. So I know that sometimes the stuck feels bad and we don't want, we don't like it, but we're not ready to move away from it. I think that everyone has their own timing of when they feel ready uh, to step out of the stuckness. But if you're comfortable in the stuckness and are not wanting or ready to make changes, you know, this is maybe not for you yet. Maybe just download the workbook and get started in that way. Second, you have to be willing to go deep. There are things that we will uncover in our sessions and I will say some of the clients that I've had that get the most results are people that are willing to look in the directions that come up. Sometimes I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit of an explorer, you know, and through what you tell me and questions and things, we will maybe come up against a limiting belief or one of the things that's been holding you back or making you feel stuck. And so being willing, to go there is an important thing you know especially if you're going to invest in coaching and also i think that this is a good fit for those of you who have been doing some of the inner work so if you haven't been to therapy or maybe like touched any self-development inner work yet then i would recommend holding off on coaching um i'm sure there's actually coaches out there who who do help individuals who are at the very beginning of their journey. On my end, typically, I just uh, encourage others to go to therapy and do that first if if that's where they're at in their journey. But yeah, get in touch with me. I'm excited to connect and I'm already envisioning like the individuals I'll be working on with through coaching this year. So excited to support you guys. and. I think another piece that's really helpful about coaching is the accountability piece. So I know for myself and a lot of my fellow first gens that I've worked with, accountability is tough. We're good at getting things done when it comes to others, but when it comes to ourselves, it's harder for us to focus on that and to be consistent, you know, and so that's something that I provide support around as well. So, yeah, again, I am so excited to connect with you if you are wanting support around this journey and now are looking for a coach. I share the first gen experience with you and I think that is also a huge plus as well as the understanding of some of the things that come with that experience, right? With that being said, my word for this year is alignment. And what that means to me is making sure that the things that I do align with who i am and who i'm becoming um so whether that be the projects that i take on or who i spend my time with or what i spend my time watching and doing and so i would love to invite you to do the same for yourself take a look back at your 2022 and identify what was the theme you know was it love was it relationships was it happiness was it career was it um friendships or adventures or travel what was the theme and then also what do you want your theme for 2023 to be what is that word that will help guide you and make sure that you are getting out of this year what you are looking for and that's honestly one of the reasons why i prefer it over a to-do list or a bucket list for the year because the things that we sometimes set out to do don't necessarily bring us the feelings that we were looking for so if we have an overarching feeling or theme that we want to accomplish that can maybe guide the things that you then set out to do so today's episode is special because it was created by someone that knew you would be here listening three years ago (laughs) She created this episode for you without truly knowing that you would be here, but with having this intuitive feeling that one day she would be speaking with fellow first gens can you believe that (laughs) so that person is me and I recorded this in September of 2019 obviously I had no idea that first-gen healing would be a thing but I will be honest I have always kind of thought that there was going to be some way that I would create community within the first-gen community and I didn't necessarily know how i honestly had like the youtuber dreams years ago i had bought in this camera here that you see um 20 i think 18 it was i recorded a few videos and do not did nothing with them but this summer summer of 2019 i left my dream corporate job and i left it with no backup I, by the time I recorded this video that you're going to see and listen to, I had already been unemployed for three months and I decided to record this video. I called it Thank You Me. (laughs) It was thanking myself for taking one of the most unresponsible steps I had probably taken in my life, for taking a gamble on myself, for putting my mental health before anything else, before my reputation, before who I thought I was or who I thought I should be. I left that job after my first panic attack and I didn't want to have another. And I didn't know what exactly caused it, but I knew work was part of the equation and I knew something deeper had to change. I knew there was this soul searching that I had to do, my intuition had been calling out to me and I had kind of shut it up constantly and I felt like the panic attack was a scream, like, you better pay attention, something has to change. And so I recorded this video after three months of that period. Um, You'll hear hear me talk about what I had learned in that period and the intent and just different reflections that I had during that time. And the reason I decided to share this with you today is because I think that it's important that if you see me now, you also see the parts before. My goal is to inspire first gens to live the life that they want. The one that their intuition is calling them to live to listen to themselves and to be more of themselves, to feel empowered, to step into who they are truly. It doesn't have to mean big things. It can mean dyeing your hair pink like I did uh, 2022, if you want, getting nose piercings, or having deep conversations with your parents that you never thought you could have or pursuing a business you know um buying homes or not buying homes like truly just feeling empowered to do and go through that self-discovery journey and then not only discover the things that you want or need to change but then to actually take action and do the things right and make the changes because i think some people I think some people get stuck in the knowing that there needs to be change, but not wanting to ruffle any feathers, whether it's with themselves or others. And so then numbing that desire, right? I think that that's one level of it. I think others will then take a step further and be willing to do some of the inner work, but then they decide to not make the changes that are needed or find them too intimidating. And so my hope is that through my work, whether it's the podcast or social media or whatever I put out, that you feel inspired to take the steps to actually live out the consequences or the changes, whether it's good or bad, you know. In this instance, for example, it wasn't all good, you know. No one clapped and said, congratulations, you're doing, uh, you're doing the deep work. No one around me understood the change or the The decision I had made, you know, but it in within me, I felt like that's what I had to do. And so I thought that it would be cool for you to listen to me three years ago, you know, talk about still feeling a little bit lost, but also having now some answers. I know that taking three months off can seem like a privilege and it was, you know. I don't think I am i was privileged in that moment in a way where someone was paying me during that time or that I knew or depended financially on anyone. I didn't, but also no one depended financially on me. I reached zero dollars in my bank account, it was a gamble. But nonetheless, look, looking back at it, I feel proud of that and I feel, Like i made the right decision in that moment so i'm going to go ahead and play that episode for you and i'll come back to you at the end to wrap up this episode and i think if someone were to tell me they were unemployed for three months i would be you know and i was still working or i had never gone through this moment i would think like wow what did you do in those three months how did you know like how come you didn't go back to work sooner how did that much time happened, what did you do with that time? Like I'm sure you had so much time on your hands, what did you do? And I feel like for me, like that thought always makes me feel like, what have I done with my time? And has it been worth it? And why, what have I learned? And should I have done more? Am I doing enough, you know? And so um, I've been listening to Audible and I've been listening to the book, You Are a Badass and as i'm listening to it for like the third or fourth time now you know i've realized i've done so much of the steps for example that she claims that will help you live your truth and your life and I just realized, like, there is a lot that I've learned in this time. I have been doing a lot that I'm proud of, and even though it's not necessarily what I pictured, I still have gotten a lot, of, a lot out of this time off, and I'm proud of myself for that. And I'm happy, and I want to document that because I think that it's really cool that I, you know, that I've done so much internal learning and stuff like that. So. I think one of the things the major things is while I was at this previous job where I was making you know a decent salary I was very miserable in that time like the team that I was working with my manager they were great and I was learning but I was somehow just like miserable you know and I couldn't necessarily like pinpoint why I just felt like everything together was just too much And, you know, like weeks into starting this job or I think a month, a little over a month into starting the job, my uncle passed. One of the uncles that I was closest with passed away and I kept working through that. And like two months before I had started the job, actually, like the last week that I was at my prior job, my grandma passed. So there was just a lot that had happened and I I just worked through it and I didn't like necessarily process it and... I didn't know if it was that I didn't know if it was the job it was just a lot it just felt like a lot you know and so I decided to quit my job right and I think I kept that decision for a couple of months like the month of July I'll be honest you know the first week I had off I had two interviews Um, I had a phone inter I had two phone interviews and one of those turned into an in-person interview other than that though I didn't start applying online or anything And then September is here and I did make it an effort to apply but again it wasn't like for example I had set a goal of like two applications per day and I didn't do that and I still haven't applied aggressively and I don't know if it's like internally like intuition wise you know I just feel like I didn't feel ready to go back to work or if it's just me being lazy I'm not sure but I feel like these these three months have really been helpful and I think that even though financially that you know that hasn't been like the smartest choice to not have a job I think like for my life this moment has really helped me clear the noise and I think what this moment has given me is time to really just learn who I am regardless of the noise like silent the noise In a way, I've been a little bit isolated, you know, but like it's just like not in taking others' opinions, not in taking others' ideas of what life should be, of what my life should be, about what my life goals should be. And I'm really thankful that the people around me haven't been trying to input their idea of what I should be doing. My mom has been supportive as well. I think one of the reasons why I needed a break is because I felt like I was following a path that was not my own and in a way following her path. And, you know, I didn't expect her to be this supportive. Like, she's really just being there for me and being, um, like, encouraging and listening and not pushing me and not, like, judging me or anything like that. And I'm so thankful, you know, that that's happened this time because then it's allowing me to, it's my own pressure that I'm putting on myself but not everyone else's. What I was listening to right now is just letting go of your own BS and setting out You know, like doing things for yourself, taking the steps to live your own truth, taking the steps to live your idea of happiness. And that's what I've been doing. Leaving that job was leaving a secure, well-paying job. That job helped me decide that my health, my well-being, my mental state came first. Like no matter how much the paycheck was, it's not worth it for me to not feel okay, to not have work-life balance. It's just not worth it for me and that's a huge lesson to learn at my age, I feel, so I'm happy for that, you know? During this time off, I've been really able to try and like, it it took me some time, you know? But I've tried to sit down with myself and like think about like what is important for your life? What do you want out of your life? You know, the, the people that I went to school with and around my age right now, they're getting married, having kids. And even though, like, when I was with my ex, that was something that I thought would happen for me. When it didn't, I didn't just hyper-focus on that. I wasn't like, oh my god, now I need to find a hus- another, you know, potential husband to have kids with and to get married with. So I knew that wasn't a driving force i felt like career you know career like moving up in my career making more money was a driving force and then i had that and i decided that it wasn't so that eliminated another thing you know from what's like my what motivates me what am i working towards because that's another thing i think like one of the reasons i wasn't applying is because i had no idea what i wanted and i just felt like what am I doing this for, like, to get myself back into another job that I'm not gonna like? Is it my career? It is kind of like a identity crisis, you know, but, like, is it my career? Is it me? Like, what is going wrong, and how can I fix it? How can I make it better with the resources that I have, you know? And I don't have many at the moment, so for me, it was, like, this next job has to mean something, or it has to, I have to go into it knowing a little bit more and not going into it blindly and just like who knows we'll see you know if this makes me happy like I didn't want that for myself and I think I'm in a much better place today than I was three months ago and that's why I wanted to make the video just to say I feel like I have learned I feel like I you know I have accomplished at least that piece so one thing that I did you know I um about a couple weeks ago, I was making a cake for a friend's bridal shower. And I was at Michael's. And I think earlier that day, I had realized like just how little um, spending money I had left. And I freaked out. I was in my car, and I was freaking out. And I was like, oh my god. But I, I needed something from there to make the cake. And I saw this. Um, it's like a sketchbook. And... I just thought it was really nice. It's just like blank paper and it was like five bucks, but it's like really good and sturdy One day, I just sat myself and I was like, all right, I'm gonna print stuff that Attracts me print stuff that reminds me of what I want for my life Like I don't know what it is. I was just very confused and I was like I want to like make this like um, I want to get a better idea because it's it's crunch time I need to start applying I'm running out of money and I need to figure it out like do I just want to have a part-time job or like a full-time at a Target or Starbucks or something just for the for making money at the moment and then like really keep thinking about what I want or do I just want to get an HR job again like is HR what I want to stay in I was just really trying to hone in on what it is that I want for the moment and Like, what do I picture the rest of my life being, you know? And do I need to, like, for example, really consider teaching abroad? Is that what I want to do at the moment? Or, you know, and is that going to take me to my next stage? Because another part of it is, like, I'm also 27, you know, and I know that that's young, but I also feel like it's it's getting closer to 30 and I don't want to be completely lost for the next three years again. I feel like the last three years I was lost. I was like, you know, just like in recovery mode or survival mode and and it it's fine, I forgive myself for that, I need it that time, but I don't want to do that the next three years. I want to accomplish goals, I want to get things that I want, I want to do things that I want, you know, in these next three years. So I sat there, right, and so I started printing some stuff off. One of the first things, you know, is happy. I want to be happy, no matter what, no matter, you know, like, That's a goal of mine is to always do things that make me happy I feel like a lot of people live kind of miserable lives and find happiness in it, but they're really miserable And I want to always remember that I can be happy That we create our lives that we're like the drivers in our vehicle. Stop thinking that we're passengers and What the idea that really like kind of messed with me is like If you believe in god and the universe how is it that like It's what they want. It's what God, the universe wants for your life, but also what you want, you know, and I think it's like a conjunction, you know, working with God in the universe and asking for what you want, but accepting what is given. And so either way, you know, I still want to make sure that I think about my happiness. Then the next thing here is if it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. Huge life lesson that I learned in this previous job, and I want that to continue for the rest of my life. Then it has, uh, I put, life was meant for good friends and great adventures. So that's another thing I do want to foster. I think I have a small circle right now, but it's a tight circle of friends and family. And it's people that I continuously see and talk to. And, you know, um, I want to continue that, They're meaningful relationships. And I've learned that from my fraternity, you know, um, it was great, the funnest, time of like my life I feel you know or at least the funnest consecutive time of my life um so many friendships so many people but I I realized from taking a break from that that um they weren't necessarily all meaningful relationships and so Moving forward, you know, I do want to make sure that they're meaningful relationships, that they're people that I keep up with, like, realizing or going through a tough time has made me realize how important those people can be, and I want to be just as important to those people when they're going through their stuff. Um... And then it says in great adventures so I want to be adventurous with my life, I want to be willing to go ziplining and rock climbing and like on travel on spontaneous travel trips and stuff like that and hopefully you know, I find a good balance between like financial stability and doing that as well. Um, then I printed don't fall into the trap of living inside your own head. Look outward, keep an open mind and see the world in all of its beauty. I'm a thinker. I've learned that more than anything these last few years. I can be introverted. I never knew that. I thought I was a little social butterfly because of college, but then I realized I'm a thinker. I'm an introvert for some situations, you know, and and especially living alone and stuff. Like I analyze, I think, I process. And I think I put this here because it says have an open mind always regardless of what my like stance on something is you know always be open-minded and then also be open to life you know don't think things down like let life kind of surprise you too so the next one is travel and this one's big and just the reason for it isn't anything crazy i just I'm so curious about other parts of the world. I think that I'm so happy when I'm like in other places and I'm exploring and seeing places outside of my normal day to day. And eventually, you know, in the near future, I'd like it to be like about adventures, you know, like if I go to Costa Rica, I want to zip line and do whitewater rafting Um, and just like be more adventurous on my trips, which I have been a little when I can, Um, but Yeah, I just realized like that's important for me And the reason that it's like a big one is because I realized on this board I don't have a title I don't have a title Like it has nothing to do with my career, you know That was a big one It's like I think in consulting I'm in HR right and in the previous jobs that I've had and in consulting I just learned that like it's a it's a craft what I'm doing it's like a profession you know but it doesn't and and I don't know if there's another profession that can bring me like life purpose and stuff but in the ways that I've done it so far It's something that I can get into, and I can bring passion behind the projects that I'm working on and stuff, but it's not, you know, my life purpose, it's, like, the, and also, like, titles, you know, I've worked with business owners now, a a lot of them, because I was in consulting, and... You know i've just realized like they're not the happiest people not all of them you know the majority of them are stressed out they're worried they're not happy they would come you know be happy sometimes to see me because they get to vent or upset but because they're venting about their day to day so it's you know having your own business isn't like the ultimate happiness right having a high title in hr we see like sometimes it's tied to politics sometimes it's tied to the person just being very strategic but not necessarily knowing you know more than other people sometimes it's just all the right timing the company is desperate and you came in at the right time or the company is desperate and you have just this one skill that they could really use and so you're given this fluffy title you know um but it doesn't mean like you're like titles don't mean the person is better or more educated or like a better person or friendlier or more motivating nothing like that it can you know but it's not it doesn't necessarily mean that and one title can mean completely bs in one company and mean so much more or so much less than another so really like i realized titles and career path and things like that aren't necessarily what i'm like passionate about what's gonna make me happy i also have here like a little party scene (laughs) so with the home, is two things i think that if i'm gonna be a traveler someone that's looking for like adventures and stuff like that then i do need a base i feel like that's so important like somewhere that i can call home and like i said i don't know if i would buy a home or rent a home or what the home situation would be but i do want a place that i can come to and feel like all right like I just traveled but I'm home you know and I feel comfortable this apartment has become so important to my life and it's just like my peace my place where I literally can just be where I can be the worst or the best version of myself and you know it's where I've transformed it's where I like rest you know it's where I think it's where I dream so I really really like love this place where I'm at and It's not because it's the nicest, the cleanest, nothing, you know, it's just, it it has a really nice view, like, for my funds, you know, and I would love a place with a nicer view and, like, maybe, like, wooden floors, you know, not carpet everywhere and just, like, nicer features, you know, like, but other than that i'm not looking for a mansion i'm not looking to have the hugest house on the block or anything like that i just want a nice home a nice car that works for me like right now i'm so happy with my car it works it takes me from point a to point b i have no complaints you know and it's almost 10 years old and i don't care i, I mean it's just you know those kinds of things i'm not pursuing but i think and, and, and so that's what i'm saying like i think home is going to be important And So I will need a salary that can support that you know that can support like travel adventure a home a car and You know my loans and all that to be paid off and being able to bring people along with me, too I don't want to be a solo traveler for life I want to be able to involve family or people who don't have the resources to inspire them to give them a different look at life or the world, you know and um so that's another big thing and as you can see i'm so much more sure of what it is that will bring me happiness and what i'm working for that's so important like why I always just like why am I gonna apply to this job why why do I want this job is it because I'm so passionate about benefits no so why you know and this is my why and of course when I interview like I'm gonna have to present myself a little bit differently but like at least I deep inside know why I'm doing things that I'm doing what it is that I really want what's gonna bring me happiness and that's I'm discovering it here you know that's what's in there And I'm so happy that I have that to look at and like a base to work off of and a base to like realize what it is that I want in my future and why I'm doing the things that I'm doing and kind of like a... a, like a focus you know people have dreams like a lot of like the books and stuff that you read about self-help and stuff they say get clear on what you want you know and I always was like what do I want what do I want (laughs) do I want a house like I don't think so do I want like I don't know it's just like I didn't know what I wanted and I feel like these last three months have really helped me clear the noise like I said clear the past like expectations of myself from others and myself and just really put into perspective what it is that I want and now it's just a matter of time before I get my next opportunity and I can start making income again and then I can you know keep working at that work-life balance and making sure that I'm staying on track because now I have this on paper and I have something to look back at I have a space where it's covered right now but reminders of my goals and what I'm doing and what I want so I'm so happy I'm so thankful thankful to God the universe that I had this time I'm ready for the next step I definitely need some income now because it was a risky move you know and I'm a little bit suffering the consequences of it you know by struggling a little to get a job but I needed it and I followed my intuition you know and I gave myself the time of day that I felt that I needed and I'm so thankful to myself for doing that because not everyone does that. And some people just keep going and start feeling more and more miserable and start intaking, you know, start using things to distract themselves. And I didn't want that. I didn't want to just keep distracting myself and keep feeling miserable and not knowing why, you know? And I'm so thankful that I took the time to really peel the onion and to discover what's important to me. All right, First Jen, what did you think? (laughs) What did you think of Priscilla from three years ago? I think, you know, one thing that I loved is when I said, um, I don't want the next three years of my life to be the same. So I said that when I was 27, I'm now 30, it's three years later. And Priscilla, I am so happy and proud to tell you that you didn't live out those next three years the same you had to go back to HR, you did. You went back to a corporate job because, you know, at that time you hadn't found a way out or what was next for you. But let me tell you, girl, you made the changes needed for you to step into a much more aligned life and you relentlessly followed your intuition. And we are now on the path that feels so good that feels so fulfilling that is no longer transactional and that has a heartbeat you know that aligned income that you've been looking for is here we found it and we are really stepping into our purpose this year at the end of the day i hope that this episode was helpful in some way that maybe if you find yourself where i found myself three years ago that that encourages you or that it gives you ideas. I would love to hear from you, you know, if it was helpful, if you found it interesting, maybe comment on the video or send me a message and tell me, you know, what parts were helpful. And if you have any follow-up questions, feel free to let me know. Um, But yeah, I I just thought I should do something a little bit different. Um, Next week, we will return back to having a guest on the podcast. I have so many episodes to share with you guys already from fellow Latinx creators, which I think is so awesome. Each conversation is very different, very unique, but always so, I think, important. So I hope that you guys continue to tune in. Don't forget to connect with me if you're wanting support on your journey, especially now at the beginning of the year when we're all feeling this energy and this excitement for change. Share this episode with your amigas, amigos, amigas if you think they would find it helpful. And remember, first gen, I love you. I love me. And I can't wait for you to love yourself. Bye. Special shout out. So the sweater that I'm wearing was made by Sin Miedo Apparel. You should find them on TikTok and Instagram. They um, make beautiful threaded clothing and all types of things to be honest this one is a custom order with our logo on it the first gen healing logo so i just wanted to shout them out because i really love this sweater and i love how it's threaded and it's so so beautiful just wanted to shout out at Apparel. okay bye